Well, there's a uh, plan to tackle the tradie shortage that we have at the moment. And uh, this, well, we've been hearing about this for a, a very long time now, that we just don't have enough tradies. So you, you try looking for one at the moment. I've been waiting for ages to try and get a veranda repaired. But it's the way it is. You can't do anything about it. There's just not enough around, and we all know that. But uh, Will Frogley, CEO, Master Builders uh, here in uh, SA, Master Builders Association, uh, on the line with potentially a, an answer. G'day, Will. Oh, good morning, Matthew. Great to be with you again. Yeah, likewise. So what plans, what ideas have you got in place? Well, it requires long-term planning, Matthew. The, the whole reason we're in this current dilemma is for years, um, young people were heavily pushed into tertiary education um, and there was a decline in the number of uh, apprentices going through the system. And then all of a sudden we've got really busy um, and we've been exposed as an industry. So... I mean, the real consequences of that is it takes longer to build, it's more expensive to build, and building quality can suffer. So, um, you know, looking forward at what we've got coming up in the next decade in South Australia, we've got a lot of significant work. There's obviously uh, defence, a, a lot of uh, non-residential construction going out, housing will ramp up, uh, we've got the North-South Corridor. So it's going to be very competitive for labour, so we need to be thinking about problems now. Now, there's some obvious weaknesses we think. Um, currently only about 1-2% to 2% of trades are female in South Australia. Um, we think that we're barely tapping into half our potential workforce and also at the moment it's, it's incredibly expensive to employ an apprentice who's 21 or older um, mm. and a lot of employers would love to take someone on um, but they're, they're, they're significantly more expensive. We're, we're competing in a very crowded market, so we need to make um, being a tradie or working in construction industry as attractive as possible. Uh, one of the main reasons people are dropping is there's two key um, components we need to address. Number one, attracting people to the industry, and then we've got to retain them because at the moment, if you're an apprentice in particular, it's very easy for you to leave at any stage for a high-paying job somewhere else. So... Um, there's, I think, a myriad of, of things that could be done there to make it more attractive in terms of boosting allowances and, and that type of thing to help them with their tools, um, you know, when they hit milestone to receive payments to keep them on track. Uh, and then also we need to really be promoting it as a career of choice. And for years, I think the reason why we've struggled with um, uh, attracting kids is we've used this tired old approach of particularly in school, saying, oh, look, you know, Johnny, you're not doing very well uh, at school. Maybe you should, you know, start an apprenticeship. That's not inspiring. Those days are done. I think what we're doing at Master Builders with our Born to Build program is really important because instead of that, we've got, you know, really good personable um, tradies um, going out, talking to kids and uh, with, with real big success stories in the industry. So people like Scott Salisbury or Matt Zubinich from Plumify, which makes kids think, wow, look at this person. I want to be like them. You know, they've got a nice car, good job, good career, uh, maybe a fishing boat or something. I think that's a lot more powerful. And the other thing that, um, as, as someone who's played a lot of um, grassroots sports um, over my lifetime, I always wondered why there wasn't more of a focus there. Because, you know, knowing from experience at footy clubs, baseball clubs, clubs, whatever, yeah. um, kids tend to feel that's more their spiritual home. So I think they're more mm. likely to listen to the message rather than in school where a lot of them have actually just checked out because they're not interested. Yeah, that's interesting. Although, uh, well, there's still the issue of apprentices getting all the way through their apprenticeship without giving it up halfway through. So starting them off is, is great and finding the ways to do that, wonderful, but then making sure that they last the distance. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, you know, there's, like I said, there's um, currently some incentives for milestone payments, tool and PPE allowances. 
because let's face it, um, a massive factor that's causing them to drop out is their um, low pay. It's so mm-hmm. easy for them to, at any stage, go grab a high-paying job at a pub or you know, in retail or pretty much anywhere else. It's really a, an education piece where I think we, we've got to constantly remind them, and again, having really successful, visible role models is, is key to this, yeah. is that if you stick with it, you could be earning six figures um, within only a couple of years of you completing your apprenticeship if you're good. So, yeah. you know, you're always going to be in demand, and, and six figures is, is good money. Yeah, it is. It still is today, despite everything <laughs> going on. That's right. Um, so, all right, then. The, um, the issue of uh, uh, the different uh, trades available, uh, are there shortages in some areas as opposed to others? Yeah, they're particularly acute in what you'd call um, uh, trades that are heavily physical. So I'm thinking, you know, brick laying, um, concreting, but then also there's some trades that are just seen as a lot sexier. Um, um, uh, even you know, plumbing, electrical, um, but uh, they're they're heavily in demand despite them being you know more attractive. So it's really, I mean, just about any trade you can think of, there's a pretty serious shortage. Um, so it's, it's 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 tough out there, and that's why we need to act now, because as frustrating as it's been for not only consumers, but anyone in the industry over the past few years, if we don't address these challenges now, then it will just be what we expect or, or could just even get even worse. Yeah, all right. Uh, and we're going to need more and more. So uh, boost. We should never have got away with uh, the closing the um, trade schools way back then, back in the eighties when they they all shut down. That would have solved the problem today, wouldn't it? Oh, huge huge mistake. Like yeah. I said, um, we're paying the toll for past mistakes yep. um, in the industry, and that's why it's really good that the, the state government's building these new technical colleges. They're absolutely needed. Um, you know, like I said, um, if you have the wrong policy settings and they're locked in for a few years, eventually you pay the cost and, and that's really where we are at the moment. Yeah. Materials. Now, I know during COVID, talking to builders, we were short of a lot of stuff. Wood particularly, whatever we had to import essentially was, was hard to get, supply chains, all of that. Uh, are we back up to scratch with that these days? Uh, I don't know if I'd say uh, up to scratch, but it's certainly vastly improved, particularly with some key inputs like uh, timber and steel. Um, but there's still some obvious, um, you know, patchy materials, uh, any glass products, uh, plasterboard's really bad. But, you know, overall, it's it's considerably better than it was, say, six to nine months ago. But the real problem, um, like we've discussed, is, is definitely people. Um, and it's not just trades. It's pretty much right across the board. So it could be a you know, a site manager, a project manager, a contract administrator. Uh, we've got shortages in pretty much every key area you can think of, and that's despite the fact we've got a record number of people employed in the industry in South Australia, which yeah. is about 82,000 people. So, um, and the, the, the real risk is uh, is quality suffering as a result um, because if people are desperate, they can put on people who perhaps they wouldn't otherwise, um, and you've got to be very careful with that. Yeah. The issue of gender, Will, and uh, of the last 10 years, I suppose, maybe more, there's been a, a big push to, to have young girls and young women going through high school to consider a career in STEM and onto university and science and maths and tech and all of that. What about careers and trades? Because I imagine women getting into work as a tradie and a small business operator, a contractor, whatever, would would be very sympathetic to a lot of work in design and just in dealing with people in that field. I think that would be a better experience for a lot of people. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's definitely massively untapped. Mm. You know, we've we've got at Master Builders, we've got an awesome program called Born to Build, and one of our field officers, uh, Amanda Hewer, she's an ex-electrician, and she's got the the brief of going out there every day to increase female participation in our industry. And it's it's simple things like teaching them how to use a drill or just basic skills that they can learn, which are good for their life anyway, yeah, yeah. even if they don't go into our industry. But it just gives them more confidence on their first day of an apprenticeship that they, you know, don't feel like they're starting far behind yeah. um, their male, um, I guess, um, colleagues. Because um, let's face it, for many years, a lot more, um, you know, parents or dads spent time teaching their sons how to use uh, basic equipment, but didn't spend that time um, with girls. So we've got to change that and, and make them just see that they can do it from a very early age. Um, and that, that's the, the key, just knowing that a, a career in construction as a tradie is absolutely a 100% viable option, and not only a viable option, a great option for young women. Yeah, indeed. Will, thank you for your time today. Appreciate it, as always. The report, I, I guess, you have you published it online? Or can people go to your website and have a read? Uh, we, we've sent it around to a few politicians okay. and, and stuff like that. So we'll chuck it on our website uh, today, which is mbasa.com.au. Terrific. Good on you. Thank you for your time. Anytime. Thanks a lot, Matthew. Will, Cheers. Will Frogley there, the CEO of Masters Builders Association, Master Builders Association here in SA.